Good afternoon. This is Duchess Willow of EbonyFemdomPhoneSex.com. Let's chat about what's happening at LDW this month. It is February, which means it's Black History Month. And it's Valentine's Day uh, in four days. So you have four days to uh, send in those Valentines. But we'll get to that in a minute. First, we're going to talk about Black History Month, or some call it Black Heritage Month, if you will. Uh, So here's a disclaimer. Um, If you've been following me on ebonyfemdomphonesex.com, you already know I have a tendency from time to time to mix a little bit of real life with fantasy. Obviously, I want to have a good time. I want you to have a good time with me when you call me or do in-world sessions or text or whatever we're doing. And I want you to be educated on the things that affect your black mistress. And there's a lot of valid points of education. I think that a proper DS relationship starts with education. Um, because we're not fetish dispensers. So, you know, you got to know what you're getting into before you get into it. And with that, we're going to get into this. Um, I do love losing myself in fantasy. And uh, everybody likes to forget themselves, at least for a little while, especially um, after the last 12 months that we've had. Um Everybody wants to forget their troubles and, you know, sometimes we forget when we're trying to escape our troubles that that there's some real life shit going down in the world. So with that said, we're going to talk about Black History Month first and uh, here comes my rant. Um, If you want to read this blog, you can go to ebonyfemdomphonesex.com or you can just listen to the podcast or you can do both. If you like hearing my voice and after we talk about Black History Month, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day at LDW Enchantrix. So first, let me just say this. This is my first little pet peeve. Um, Every single year we go through this. Every single year, Black History Month rolls around. Um, And we are learning about our black history. We're sharing about our black history. And here comes some white or non-black person, uh, you know, non-black person of color talking about why don't we have, um, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month or indigenous. uh, Well, first of all, we already have those things Um, or they already have those things, I should say. But the one that really, really pisses me off is the white people um, who very absentmindedly say things like, well, why don't we have a white history month? Well, first of all, motherfucker, because you got the whole goddamn year. You literally have every year, day in, day out, to have and discuss your white history. You don't need a specific month of white history. Let's not even start with the fact that a lot of the history books that they that they use to teach us in school are whitewashed with like maybe a little tiny blip about slavery and then that's it. 
Okay, there's a lot of things about slavery in this country. There's a lot of things about how black people have been treated in this country um, that is not in history books. And let me just tell you something. There's a lot that I did not learn in school. There's a lot that I did not know until I got out of school. And I was like, why did they never teach us this? Well, that's real easy. You know, because if they had taught what slavery was really like, the the shit that they did, um, basically they whitewashed it to make themselves look good. You know, typical. So um, that's that's my little uh, pet peeve. Um, Now, last year I had some other stuff going on. Um, I was dealing with people who feel this compulsion to participate in digital blackface on Second Life where um, they pretend to be black people um, on Second Life and and I just don't fuck with it. Um, So just to give you um, a little recap, uh, I had a lot to say about some things that I experienced at the hands of white men and things that I experienced from other tone-deaf white people, just just in general. So I'm going to just give you a brief rundown and get you up to speed. So first and foremost, um, blackfishing or blackface or digital blackface, any form of blackface, any form of blackfishing is never okay. Not when black people are targeted by police and losing their lives um, and discriminated for the color of their skin. Not when all of that's going going on, are you going to sit there and pretend to be fucking black even for a second? You get the fuck on with that. But like, I I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear why you did it. I don't want to hear the reason it's dead. But just don't even bother. Um, And then about reverse racism. Doesn't exist. I've had this argument with not just white people, but I've had this argument with, uh, well, at least they claim to be black. (laughs) Um, sometimes there are, and, and especially online, there's people that claim to speak for us and, you know, they say, oh, well, as a black person and that person is not black. That's what I mean by black fishing and, and digital blackface, blackface people, um, impersonating blacks, trying to, you know, basically discredit us or downplay the things that we've gone through. So reverse racism does not exist. It's not a thing. Black people gain nothing at all whatsoever from racism. Um, And my biggest pet peeve is white people, you know, just loving to find anywhere they can to be the center of attention, anywhere they can to be the victim so that they don't have to take responsibility for their actions. So this is just me saying once more, please educate yourselves and please take yourself out of the equation. Please avoid trying to put yourself in 
like the center of attention when the subject is black people, when the subject is black lives, when the subject is racism. Okay. And I would give that same respect to the indigenous, to Polynesians, to Asians, if they were talking about their experiences, you know, then let them talk and, and, you know, let, let them have their moment. But however, right now, it seems like whenever black people are talking about racism and the things that they've experienced, everyone who is not black wants to jump in and chime in and say, well, what about us? What about us? What about what happened to us? Well, what about me? Me, 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 me. It's not about you. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Seriously, just just be quiet when black people are talking about their experiences. We have a month, you know, we don't have the privilege of having black history year round. So uh, for us, you know, culture and experiences, this is year round for us. And we we only get that one month highlight to talk about stuff that 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 you know, affects us all year round. It does not go away. So this goes to white people. This goes to anyone who is not black. Be quiet, okay? You will have your time to discuss things that directly affect you, okay? When black people are talking about their stuff, it's not the time for you to say, oh, well, what about us? What about you? Sit down and shut up. Just, you know, learn. Educate yourself. Stop expecting, especially black women, to educate you. And get the fuck out your feelings. Get out your feelings. This is not the place for your feelings. As soon as black people start talking about slavery and racism and discrimination and the things that they've experienced, especially black Americans, y'all want to start crying, oh, I wish racism didn't exist, or, you know, oh, why do we have to talk about this? Just be quiet and educate yourself and get out of your feelings. Because really, if I'm talking about my experiences, I don't care if you don't like it. And what I've noticed about me and my being outspoken and being a black woman is that, you know, a lot of people love that stereotypical loud ass black woman, you know, and you love fetishizing the loud ass, you know, ghetto black woman with an attitude. However, you also use that to downplay what we're saying and to downplay, like to, to diminish our voices. And I don't fuck with that at all. So there's nothing wrong with being outspoken. There's nothing wrong with speaking out. I don't care if you like what I have to say. Because y'all love that stereotype until it times that until it's time to have a real talk. And I don't fuck with that. So the other pet peeve I have is the whole like, why can't black people just get over it? Um I just want to say something about white people specifically. I just want to tell you that I understand. I, I get it. Why? Y'all don't, like, like you have such a hard time understanding 
why black people keep bringing up race, skin color, discrimination, being fetishized, being stereotyped. And it's because you have never experienced racism and you never will because you're not black. You don't understand it because you've never experienced it. And if you've never experienced it, you're never going to know what that feels like firsthand. So, of course, you're not going to know. Of course, you're going to sit there and say, well, I've never been shot at by the police. I've never been discriminated against. I always get into wherever I'm trying to go. Um, Of course, you're going to say, well, that's never happened to me because it's never happened to you because you're not black. So, of course, you're going to say, well, I've never experienced that or no one's ever discriminated uh, against me in that way. You haven't had that experience and, and you never will. So you can't see it, which is why you need to listen when black people are sharing their experiences and, and saying, hey, you know, this happened to me. Um, and especially in the adult industry, um, I have experienced racism firsthand from from customers, from patrons, from other people in the field. So my experience is going to be very different from a white person. And the first words out of their mouth is, oh, well, I, that's never happened to me. Well, of course, it's never happened to you. You're not black. And I just need y'all to understand that it's very frustrating when you say stuff like that because you're not going to experience it. You're not black. That, that That's what I need you to get through your head is that the experience is going to be very privileged and very different from you. And you can't see your privilege because you have nothing to compare it to. So, um... In addition to that, like, I don't need white people speaking for black people. Stay in your lane, you know, Um, because while you may never experience racism, that that does not absolve you of any responsibility. So, again, close your mouth, open your ears, listen, because what I've noticed is that y'all don't either you you either don't see your privilege or you just don't want to see it. You don't want to see it because then you'd be responsible for it because then you'd have to act on acknowledging that. Okay? So like you know, perfect example, white people riot when their team loses. White people storm the fucking Capitol when they're, you know, the the person that they wanted to win lost. I'm not going to get into all of that because I try to keep away from <laughs> from politics. But, um, you know, you will never know ra- racism in your lifetime ever. OK, and um you will never really firsthand understand the difference between Black Lives Matter and storming the Capitol because you're butthurt about your candidate losing full shade. Um, yes, full offense. That's what y'all did. Th- those of you that participated in that and thought, and, and those of you that were like, well, I don't see anything wrong with, with what they did. Um, 
and try to compare it to the Black Lives Matter riots. There's a difference between being butthurt because your team lost and fighting for basic human rights because you're tired of, of people being killed for the color of their skin. The two are not the same. So, like, sit the fuck down and shut up. And, um, you know, there are a lot of things that black people are tired of. The, the things that I mentioned. And um, I'm also tired of the multifaceted way that black women are discriminated against and hated on um, and disrespected. I'm tired of people policing black women's vaginas and um, what we wear and how we wear our hair and whether or not we wear makeup and, you know, who we're sleeping with, which is none of your fucking business. Um, I'm really tired of white men in their privilege thinking it's okay to call me up and tell me that you love nigger cock. Why would you say that to me? Why would you think that it was okay to ever say some shit like that to me? Um, I've said this before, and uh, I'm going to say it again. Your privilege has made you real comfortable being out of pocket. Your privilege has made you real comfortable being disrespectful, and you don't have anything to compare it to, so some of you don't, maybe you don't realize or maybe you do realize that you're being offensive and for those of you that don't know that you're being offensive that is offensive don't ever call a black woman up for a phone sex session and tell her oh I'm I'm a I'm a white boy that loves nigger cock I don't want to hear that shit don't ever say that shit to me don't ever disrespect me. Don't ever disrespect black men in my presence. Okay? Don't ever do that. Um, so if you didn't know that it was disrespectful and offensive to say some shit like that, I'm gonna let you know right now. I don't care what other people do. That's not my problem. Um, however, when you call me, you will respect me and you will respect black men or you will not be calling me. Um, you will, you will find out very quickly because I will check, check you on it. Um, I don't hold my tongue to make white people comfortable. So that that's, first of all, I do not hold my tongue to make white people comfortable. We can have fun. We can do your role play. We could do, you know, whatever you like. If you do have a BBC fetish, we could talk about that. Just be respectful. Stay in your fucking lane. So the other thing that, um, that I wanted to talk about, that's a pet peeve for me. I hear a lot, uh, from what I call white Zen spiritualists that basically just they they believe that everything is love and light and they just refuse to talk about skin color. They refuse to talk about racism. They like to sit in lotus position wearing all white 
and pretend that racism doesn't exist and, and, oh, you can just meditate racism away. Um, fuck (laughs) y'all. Um, and, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, fuck y'all. Ignoring racism is not going to make it go away. Saying things like, oh, I don't see color. We're all one soul. We're all one color. That is like the go-to verbiage that many white Zen spiritualists use when they want to ignore racism or talk over black people or ignore the issues that black people have had. They say things like, oh, well, you know, it's your fault that these things are happening to you. You know, if, if you just meditate and think positive, those things would stop happening. Um, fuck y'all. Okay. This is coming from somebody who does meditate. This is coming from someone who is very spiritual. This is coming from somebody who, uh, has had their own spiritual journeys. Fuck you. And fuck you trying to ignore, um, or, or, you know, be disrespectful to black people by insulting us and saying that, um, if we just simply will it away, it'll stop happening. Um, because y'all are exactly the type of people that I loathe and detest when you're trying to silence us and, and tell us that, uh, saving cows and, and eating vegetables is more important than the well-being of black women and black men. Ignoring racism will not make it a go, go away. Ignoring racism does not solve the problem. And pretending that you're so holier than thou, hyper spiritual, and pretending that you love everybody while ignoring racism is also really fucking passive aggressive. It's really fucking privileged behavior. It's really fucking ignorant fucking behavior so um yeah that's basically me saying fuck y'all you know trying to fucking ignore racism and talk over black people especially in the spiritual community sit down and shut the fuck up I don't want to hear shit that you have to say if you're one of those we're all one soul we're all one color types I don't want to hear it you know because y'all spiritually are not exempt you're not exempt from your responsibility period so with that said um (laughs) because I've I've had people ask me this before if I dislike white people um I don't really dislike anybody based on the color of their skin I've met a lot of people. I've met people that are black. I've met people that are white. I've met people that are indigenous and Asian and European, German, French. I don't have a problem with anyone who doesn't have a problem with me. I don't have a problem with white boys as long as they're respectful, tongue-tied. Um... My reason for disliking people 
usually has nothing to do with skin color with the exception of racist white people I mean and and racist people in general because um sadly and the fact that I even have to say this is is kind of sad to me there are people of color that are racist there are Hispanic and indigenous and Asian people that are racist um, against black people. And I hate that I have to say that. Okay, so yeah, um, if you're racist, then I don't fuck with you. No, Um, I don't necessarily dislike white people. I do not think that all white people are evil. I'm not like one of these like militant black people that that thinks that like all white people are the devil I don't, I don't think like that you know um if you respect me I respect you and I appreciate people who respect themselves and respect others and I appreciate people that treat others as they would like to be treated the reason I keep bringing up race the reason that it keeps being a subject is because racism is still alive and well in this country and abroad um it it might be a little different in other areas of the world but it sadly still exists so that's why I'm talking about it to raise awareness and to tell people to educate themselves and um to tell people that there is no such thing as spiritual exemption from racism and that you just can't will it away because if it was that easy if it was as easy as just like meditating every day and willing away racism racism would have been gone it would have been gone the whole mentality would have been gone you know what I mean so um no I don't you know, I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a hateful person. Uh, I'm a very intense person emotionally. I am I get happy, I get sad, I get angry. Um, you know, it's it's that emotional cancer thing. You know, uh, as a quick aside, because <laughs> I know cancers have like a a rep for like crying all the time about everything and I just wanted to say something about being a cancer because I am a cancer um I used to be that way you know I, I used to be like sad and mad and just crying about everything all the time um you know I'm human I still cry about things when I'm upset I just do it a lot less however the thing with me that you have to worry about is not me being emotional, is is when I get angry. Um, I don't get angry that often. And I don't stay angry. Um, however, when it does happen, um, may God be with you <laughs> if you piss me off. <laughs> because um I just I feel bad for you honestly I I feel really fucking bad for you if 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 I get if you piss me off if you're one of the few rare people to piss me off because let me just tell you 
as as laid back as I am, um, it takes a lot to get me angry and it takes a lot to upset me. I'm usually cool most of the time. The times that I've gone off on people is because they they were disrespectful to me. So um, that's what you need to be worried about, not whether or not I'm I'm an emotionally intense person. Um, as far as like what I have in writing on my blog, um, if you're wondering if I'm that intense in real life, yes, as I said, I'm very, um, very passionate person and a very emotional person. So when I'm happy, I'm like super happy. And um, when I'm angry, just get out of the way. Uh, you know, I don't hold my tongue to make white people comfortable. And I think that's what some of my readers see and they're like, oh, my God, I can't talk to her because she hates white people. And it has nothing to do with, with, with hating white people. I just want the people to be held accountable that that needs to be held accountable. That's it. Um, and uh, that whole spiritual um, exclusion, like you using your spirituality to exclude yourself from you know any responsibility for wrongdoing. Uh, that you got me fucked up on that one. You can pray and meditate all day long. You're still responsible for being a fucking asshole. If you're a fucking asshole, um, we'd all be better off without racism. Honestly, you know, I, I wish that the world were different. Um, however, I am going to do my part for as long as I can, you know, for as long as I live to spread awareness and say, hey, white people, you know, educate yourself. If you want to be, especially if you want to be an ally, if you want to be an ally, then you do need to step aside. You need to take a step back. You need to take, take a seat and educate yourself on why you need to do that and, and what your ancestors have done and what your privilege looks like because if you haven't you could witness it I promise you that you could witness racism and you could witness your white privilege in action there are several different ways that you could do that um but you really just need to take a step back and say you know hey why do I why do I feel this way why do I get so upset whenever black people start talking about race why does that upset me so much and you know sit with that shit sometimes you have to be uncomfortable you know um I go through that in in my personal life sometimes you have to be uncomfortable with things that you don't like um so with that said uh I'm pretty much to myself so yeah, I, I am I am intense, but I'm pretty to myself. Um, and I think that the world definitely would be a better place if people learn how to mind their own fucking business and um, stop uh, policing black women's vaginas. 
<laughs> that's that's a big part of it. Just policing black women in general and policing what we do, who we do it with, how we speak, all of that. Like, just get the fuck out of my face. Um, but I think we, we've pretty much covered Black History Month, so now let's talk about Valentine's Day. Um, we did not do this last year. As a matter of fact, I think this is the first year that we're doing it. Uh, we have a special on phonesexaudios.com where you can buy your mistress of Valentine. And um, as I said before, I'm not like one of these super militant black women. So I enjoy having fun. You know, I enjoy celebrating Hallmark holidays. So if somebody wants to do something nice for me and send me a Valentine, I'm all for it. So if you want to participate in um, buying your mistress a Valentine, uh, you go to phonesexaudios.com. You have until the 14th of February, which is Sunday. And it is now Wednesday, February 10th. So you have four days. Um, go to phonesexaudios.com. Click the link on my blog. It'll take you to the Mistress Valentine page. You write your little love note to your femdom sweetheart. And it will be delivered to the mistress of your choice on Valentine's Day. Um... You can buy as many as you want. If you want to buy more than one Valentine for one mistress, you can do that. If you want to buy more than one Valentine for several mistresses, you can do that. That's up to you how you want to do it. So if you have more than one mistress that you want to buy a Valentine for, you're welcome to do that. Um... I will be taking calls on Valentine's Day, so if you uh, want to do a Valentine's session and you want to wine me and dine me and have me sit on your face and, you know, make you lick my boots or whatever else you are thinking of, you will have a chance to do that on Sunday. So, my Valentine's Day request for you good people out there that have listened to this rant and are now listening to me talk about Valentine's Day is to do some emotional labor and do some legwork and surprise me with something that I will love for our call. If you wish to give me a Valentine's Day gift, you can do that. Um, you know, you can buy me a Valentine from the site that I just told you about. Um, you also can get me a gift card. I have a wish list on Etsy and I have a wish, a wish list on Amazon. The fastest way to get me anything from either of those sites is to just send me a gift card. So if you tell me what you're send me, sending me a gift card for, trust that I will buy it. Um, you know, so if you see something on my wish list and you're like, okay, well, I want to buy this for you. Send me the gift card. I will buy it. It will be delivered to me. I promise you that I will get it. Um, so gift cards is the way to go. Um, and also, if you want to email those gift cards, that's probably the fastest way to do it. You will send those to willow at enchantrixempire.com. You are also 
welcome to send black mistress reparations in the form of a virtual bouquet through dispatch you just call dispatch up and tell them that you want to leave a virtual bouquet for duchess willow now here's my expectations i expect to be pampered spoiled serenaded with music by tenariel if you don't know who she is go look her up um her name is spelled t-a-n-e-r uh is that a hyphenated e oh no it's it's got the accent mark sorry i fail grammar (laughs) um t-a-n-e-r-e-l-l-e and uh i want to be serenaded by her music because she has a really beautiful voice and her some really beautiful songs and I expect to be treated like an ebony princess difference between a queen and a princess is a queen is in charge she's running everything the princess gets to be pampered and spoiled and catered to and protected and provided for and watched over that's what I want for valentine's so make sure that you do that um if you'd like to schedule a call with me and to also again send a virtual bouquet you need to dial 1-800-601-6975 you ask for Duchess Willow if you would like a custom phone sex audio from me for Valentine's Day you've still got a little bit of time to get that request in Uh, please go to my custom audio profile. If you want one of my phone sex audios, click the link to go to my store. Uh, Everything that I've just mentioned is on my blog. And the latest blog post is titled Black History Month and Valentine's Day with the Ebony Femdom. And you can find the blog at ebonyfemdomphonesex.com. That is where you will find all of these links that I was talking about. Um, You'll find my email address, the link to my custom audio page, the link to my phone sex audios page, the link to my, did I say email already? Uh, You'll find the link to my phone sex profile site, Um, my links to purchase a texting session. Uh, Everything is on there. So if you go on there and you say, well, I couldn't find your information, I'll know you full of shit <laughs> and that you just didn't read my blog because all of the information is like literally right there. Um, and this is just a message to those of you guys that like when you're, I, I know when you're horny, you don't want to read. You got your dick in your hand. You don't feel like scanning through. Well, this is me commanding you to put your fucking dick down and read first. Because that will avoid you embarrassing yourself. Because the first thing that I'm going to ask you, if you send me a message saying, oh, I want to worship you, I want to serve you, I'm going to ask you, did you read my blog? Did you read my profile? And if you say no, then you you fucked up. You fucked up, dog. You You fucked up. If you say no that you did not read, and I'll know if you're lying, 
Because if you read, then you'll know how to send me a gift. You will know how to send me a virtual bouquet. You'll know how to call me. You'll know how to purchase one of my phone sex audios. You will know where I have wish lists because the links are right there. So I'll know if you're lying. Okay. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, that means that you're on the podcast site. And I know for a fact that the podcast site has a link to this specific blog. So if you tell me I want to serve you and I ask you, well, did you read the blog? If you say yes and you're lying, because I will check. So just avoid the embarrassment and just read the blog. Just take the time, put your dick down. You, you got to have all your focus in the head that's on top of your, you know, on top of your neck, it's between your shoulders. That's the head I need you to think with and read the blog first. And then after you call me, we can talk about what you're going to do with your dick if I even allow you to fucking play with it. Because y'all are like so dick centered. So please ebonyfemdomphonesex.com This is Duchess Willow and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to me ramble about Black History Month and racism and whether or not I like white people and how to spoil me on Valentine's Day. Um, Stay safe, stay blessed, wear a mask, wash your hands. We're still in a panoramic. That's a black people joke. If if you don't get it, it's okay. It's not for you. <laughs> um, stay safe and stay blessed. Peace.